Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. Today, we're going to take a look at a U.S. CBD report from Brightfield Group. In 2020, the U.S. CBD market was projected to reach $4.7 billion in sales with a 14% growth over 2019. With Americans facing high unemployment levels, 2020 retail sales are not expected to reach levels anticipated prior due to the emergence of the pandemic. In addition to the economic pressures faced by consumers and temporary store closures, inaction by the FDA and constraining growth of the U.S. CBD market. By 2025, Brightfield Group estimates the total U.S. CBD market could reach $16.8 billion. Some of the drivers for that growth is the extensive media coverage and natural health and wellness trends, combined with the movement towards natural alternatives to pharmaceuticals, driving consumer demand for these CBD products. You also see an expansion of distribution channels. They went mainstream in 2019 with CVS and Walgreens, Kroger, other grocery stores. Sephora has expanded its selection of CBD products. You'll also end up seeing CBD in chiropractic locations. You also see it in supplement stores, smoothies, things of like that. It'll just be another protein powder shake type thing. Uh, the other driver is going to be product variety and evolution. You're going to see a growing diversification and sophistication of CBD products appealing to a much broader consumer audience beyond cannabis users and natural food store consumers. And then it's going to be normalized. You're going to have it just in uh, salt and sugar. So shout out to uh, Ruby Sugar, Ruby Salt, uh, part of Deep Cell. It's just going to be normalized just like an ingredient. And the last driver is going to be strategic marketing. You're going to have companies using multiple methods, including social media, podcast, radio, print media, and TV. The impact of the pandemic has been severe. You're going to see CBD companies facing challenges and opportunities. A major challenge is the loss of revenue from store closures, as many retailers selling CBD products have either closed temporarily during the crisis or have only offered curbside pickup and delivery. Even for CBD specialists, retailers, and smoke shops that remain open, they're experiencing deep declines in sales as social distancing guidelines and consumers worry about contracting the virus and keep shoppers at home. And another challenge is consumers facing ability to purchase CBD products as the U.S. is experiencing the highest unemployment rate since the Great Depression. So as disposable income decreases, people are going to uh, decide on what they really want to buy. So it's going to be really important to have brands that have um, reputations that actually have the CBD in it. Otherwise, it's uh, going to be very difficult for people to come back and buy that again. As a result of the virus, 45% of CBD consumers surveyed in June have moved their CBD purchases online. A lot of consumers are reducing their visits to stores when the stay-at-home policies were in effect and are still wary of visiting physical stores. Millennial shoppers are the most likely to have switched to online stores, with 54% reporting switching from brick and mortar to online. But during this time of crisis and uncertainty, a lot of consumers are looking for familiar and trusted brands. According to the data, top three brand descriptors are high quality, trustworthy, and reliable. So consumers want to minimize trips to stores or choose to buy online and pick up in stores. So the CBD companies are not going to have the benefit of relying on employee recommendations like bud tenders do in the rec shops. And at the same time, new CBD companies are going to find it difficult to enter retail channels as in-person sales have been paused and major trade shows have been canceled. So in 2020, from first quarter to second quarter, CBD consumers not only switched their purchasing channels, but they also explored different product types and continue to become more experienced CBD users. In fact, 88% of CBD consumers use gummies or candies, and five times more consumers reported using other edibles. 
a lot of CPG companies or consumer packaged goods, they're, especially in the food and beverage, they're rationalizing their portfolios and focusing on core brands rather than a variety in innovation. It's to help streamline supply chains and reduce complexity in the uncertain environments created by the virus. CBD companies and brands are doing the opposite and rolling out innovations at a high pace to draw in new consumers and keeping existing CBD interested in the industry. CBD companies are also beginning to incorporate minor cannabinoids, including CBG and CBN alongside CBD and combining those cannabinoids with terpenes, which is believed to produce the entourage effect where the compounds work synergistically to enhance the effects of each component. The price of CBG has also come down recently as hemp farmers have found methods to cultivate hemp strains with higher CBG percentages. The competitive landscape is changing. The U.S. CBD market has experienced a significant extinction event for hundreds of small brands, if not thousands. Because the market is seeing both expansion and consolidation this year, the top five brands have technically lost share, but still maintain the majority piece of a now larger pie. The industry is primarily influenced by CBD-only companies, along with cannabis companies, supplement brands, Canadian licensed producers, and new entrants from the CPG space. Charlotte's Web is still holding its top spot with 1.6% of market share, but in order for these companies to really start gaining a lot more market share and for CBD to be accepted wide stream, uh, mainstream, it's going to require with states like Washington and California to not ban CBD beverages and edibles, as well as the FDA to step in and make some guidelines for companies to be able to add that as a regular ingredient. It's going to take some time, but when that happens, it's going to dramatically improve a lot of the SKUs and sales and opportunities for these companies to normalize it when people can have a drink uh, or a normal consumable edible rather than a topical or tincture, that's going to make CBD a lot more mainstream. It's going to take a little bit more time. With that, we're going to roll this one up. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is The Talking Hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, or don't, and I'm out. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey friends, I'm Brandon and I'm Saba and we are your host of the Cannabis Hangout podcast, an educational platform to connect with the cannabis community and share personal stories while breaking the stigma of marijuana. Join us every Sunday at 7 p.m. to gain valuable insight with different perspectives from industry leaders, growers, and medical marijuana patients. This is a place to learn so much from different angles in the cannabis industry. So tune in while we break it all down.